Welcome to The Journey is the Reward. I'm Brian Coleman, and I'm here with my co-host, my captain on this journey, Micah. I've been a frequent flyer for a large portion of my life, and most of my travels have been on United Airlines. As a result of flying around the world, I have flown over 2 million miles as a member of their Mileage Plus program. As a result, I have earned lifetime platinum status. This year, I've set a new goal for myself. I want to fly 3 million miles within the next 18 months, which will earn me 1K status for the rest of my life. Micah and I will talk about planning and booking travel, hotel programs. We'll share some personal stories and passenger experiences, and who knows what all else. Our goal is to document the journey as this is the reward. So let's get started. Micah, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being my captain again on this journey. Thanks for having me back. Who would have thought we would have gotten the show too already? <laughs> <laughs> we've made it. We've made it. We've made it to a second show. We've been sort of together on the Airplane Geeks for I don't know how many years. And, and many of our listeners may know us from there. We get new listeners and old listeners all the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should let our listeners know how we really ended up meeting. Well, I kind of told the story in the first show. So for those people that didn't listen to episode one, here we go. Being on the show, I was an avid listener of the Airplane Geeks and around episode, I don't know, 250, 260, Max Flight asked the listeners just what their experience was, how they got involved in aviation, what was their passion, and I decided to contribute to the show because, well, I wanted to provide feedback and I wanted my voice to be heard and have my story shared. So I wrote down this story of growing up with my dad and his inspiration to me. And the day that I went to record it, I was sick as could be. And I wrote into Max saying that I'd really like to have this be a segment on the show. And I'd listened to other pieces that you had done and thought you had a great radio voice and yeah, would be able to do the story justice and give it that passion and emotion that I wrote it with and ask Max to get in contact with you. And you so graciously accepted. And I think that aired on episode 269 of the Airplane Geek. So if our listeners want to go and listen to how I first got involved in aviation, that would be the place to listen to the how our friendship all began. And just to let people know how long ago that was, and I don't know the year, but the Airplane Geeks, which is a weekly podcast, and by the way, Max Flight is a producer extraordinaire, and if any listeners from the Airplane Geeks are listening to us, don't expect us to any, at any time, <laughs> in any way, sound as good as what happens on the Airplane Geeks. But that was episode 269. The Airplane Geeks is approaching episode number 700. 700. Yeah. Unbelievable. Really amazing. One of the things that I've learned in sales is never apologize. One of the things that I think I have to do here in this show is apologize. We have absolutely no idea what we're doing. We have no idea what direction this is going to be in. Neither one of us are professionals at doing this. So what you get is what we, the best we could possibly do. And for that, I apologize. Well, that leads to another question <laughs> based on all that, because I have no idea what the heck we're doing. Why did you ask me to join you on this crazy <laughs> journey and podcast? I cannot think of anyone better to be guiding me along. Some of our frequent listeners might know. So I've, I've said before, I've spent most of my career in the high-tech industry, 
I've held both sales and marketing positions most recently. Most of them have been sales positions. And part of my job is getting up in front of a group of people and talking for long periods of time about various technical topics, which is, I find really amusing because I'm not that technical. But one of the things that I absolutely hate doing, one of the things that I'd say I'm actually terrible at is starting a conversation, starting the presentation. It's just a thing that puts fear and dread into me. And I know you do this so well, Micah, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to be part of this is you could do the intro for me while I blather on about whatever it is we talk about. Well, thank you, I, I think. <laughs> but I got to say, you know, um, I think about back in, I think it was 14 years ago now. I, I, I think of, no, nah, I may, I can't, but whenever episode 269 aired, and um, and I, I remember the story pretty much the same way. Max had gotten your story via email, and, and he asked you to, to, to put it to voice because he didn't want to just read mm -hmm. it out loud. And uh, you said, you know, I, I'd really like to, but I have this horrible cold and, and asked Max if, if I would do it. And Max sends me an email saying, this guy asked if, if you would read his story. And I read the story and I said, oh, my God, it's beautiful. It was oh, just a wonderful story. And I was so honored to be asked. It was the first time that had ever happened. And uh, I was just thrilled to be able to read it. And I hope I did it justice because it was a great story. And I I hope that someday you decide to record it for yourself so it can be aired again, because it was just a great story. Thank um, you. So you bring up another point. This is one where the segments that I'm doing for the Airplane Geeks, and you and I have recorded some passenger experience stories recently, and I think that they're great. One of the things is doing those stories is I get to edit them. And I get to take out all the ums and ahs and deep, heavy breaths and actually, quite honestly, the stuttering that I do. I actually have a speech impediment and I'm very self-conscious of this. And the episode, I believe it was 599 when I signed off being associate producer of the Airplane Geeks, I talked about my speech impediment and how I've had to really teach myself how to talk. And I thought it'd be interesting to let the listeners know that talking for me, and although I've done it for a living, is really quite exhausting. And people with speech impediments, with speech difficulties, have a special place in my heart because I have one. And how I've overcome mine is in order for me to speak, I actually sing. And I'm not sure if you remember Jim Neighbors or Mel Tillis. So people that were very popular in what, 50s, 60s, 70s, they both had terrible speech impediments, but yet when they sang, they sang beautifully. And when I was in sixth grade, well, all through school until sixth grade, I would get pulled out of class and have to go to speech therapy class. And finally, one day the teacher said, there's really nothing I can do for you any longer. We could work on other issues that you have like spelling, my spelling's atrocious, but your speech, that's just, you're going to stutter for the rest of your life. And I thought about Jim Neighbors, the way he could sing. From that day, all I do when I talk is I sing in my head, and that enables me to speak without much of a stutter, although I certainly know when I do it. So again, well, thank you for being the guiding light. It allows me to rest and relax a little bit along the way and speak a little bit more eloquently than I might be able to otherwise. 
my pleasure. It's my honor. And, you know, just to, to get back to that, we, I did that story for you. You became uh, the associate producer of the Airplane Geeks. Uh, I recorded that story for you, rather. And mm -hmm. then I think it was uh, 2014, 2015. We finally met for the first time at the Udrahazi Center several years after that yes. when we recorded down there with the Airplane Geeks. And we've been buddies ever since. Yeah. And then we actually got to do a little trip where we went over to Farnborough and attended the Farnborough Air Show. And that was quite fun as well. And we'll talk about the next trip coming up on another episode because we do have another trip coming up that we're both looking forward to tremendously. But, you know, let's get back to the reason for this show. Mm -hmm. The journey is the reward. And one thing that you didn't, we didn't talk about in the first episode that maybe our listeners want to know is you're going for 1K status. You're going to be flying some, going to be come up with 264,000 miles in the next Correct. 18 months you know, asses and seats, miles, you know, none of this. And, and, and if that bothers you, I am really offended at yahoo.com. But <laughs> what are the, what, what rewards are you going to get from achieving this 1K status? Why is this so important to you? Probably the biggest reason is ego. It's simply something that I want to do. And that's fine. It's important to have goals. Now, on the tangible side, there are the seat upgrades for other flights that I plan on doing. At the platinum level, you get United has a program called Plus Points that you earn, and you get 40 plus points that you could use towards upgrades for either domestic or international travel. At the 1K status, you get 320 plus points. And to me, that's really the biggest benefit is these upgrades. There are a bunch of other little benefits that you get along the way. For example, you get pre-boarding, you get a $100 discount on the Mileage Plus program, not Mileage Plus, in the, the United Lounge program. The domestic complimentary upgrades, they get upgraded 96 hours ahead of your departure as opposed to 72 hours for the Platinum class. You earn more miles for your paid revenue tickets at the 1K status versus the Platinum. And to me, one of the biggest benefits of being a 1K, besides having the special number that you get to call, so you have, I think, more experienced travel representatives help you out, is if there's a weather delay, United will actually pay for the hotel room for you. And that's happened to me a few times years ago when I was a 1K member where I earned, truly earned 1K status by flying over 100,000 miles each year. And especially going through Chicago, uh, it tends to snow in Chicago every once in a while. And in the wintertime, getting stuck on the, or being booked on the last flight of the evening and then having to overnight in Chicago, having United pick up the, the tab for the hotel room, to me, is a big benefit. That is a great benefit because if, First of all, in situations like that, even finding a hotel room is really difficult. And if the airline is going to pay for it, that means they're going to find it. They probably already have the room reserved mm -hmm. for you. And that, that's a huge deal in situations like that. And it's not just, we're not just talking about Chicago in the wintertime in the snow. We're talking about Newark Airport in the summertime in the thunderstorms. So <laughs> yes. it could be anytime, anywhere. So what a great deal that is. 
Yeah, so those are really some of the benefits. There's on the website, I have a link to a chart that details all the differences between the platinum level and 1K level. But to me, those are the big ones and they are the plus points, the quantity of plus points that you get that I could use towards upgrades on other travel that I do. That's really important to me. So I'm looking forward to, to getting that. So as we said in the first episode, we're trying to keep these short. Uh, as you may or may not know, when Brian and I start talking, we can go on forever. But these episodes are going to be 30 minutes or less is our goal, just like Domino's Pizza, which, by the way, is now offering a $3 rebate if you go and pick up your pizza. The only reason in the world that I know that anybody would buy Domino's is because <laughs> they deliver. But now, anyway, that's see, we can go on forever about anything. We're going to try to keep these short. There are expenses associated with a podcast. People don't realize that. Some podcasts take advertising, and we're not above that. So if you have anything you want to advertise, contact us. But until we do, or somebody does contact us and say, yeah, how could people support us? Micah, thank you so much for doing that intro for it. So there is a Patreon link on the website. So if you go to thejourneyistherewar.org and then click on Donate, that'll take you to the Patreon link. There are various levels. And you can save your, or you can take the $3 that you saved by ordering Domino's and contribute it. I like to refer to that as you guys could help contribute to an upgrade for me on one of the flights in doing this, this journey. So whatever you can afford to contribute is greatly appreciated to go towards the web hosting expenses, the recording equipment that we have to purchase for this, the software licenses, the hosting fees. There's just a myriad of expenses that quite honestly, I did not know that there would be so many when I started this project. So yeah, certainly any contribution that you can make is greatly appreciated. And that doesn't count the huge amount of dollars that you're spending to get to your 1K status. So yes, it would be great if you want to support us. Again, it's not for buying tickets. It's for buying microphones. It's for buying um, websites. It's for things like that. Absolutely. Anyway, Brian, thanks for inviting me along on this journey. No, Mike, a pleasure to have you here as we close the logbook on episode two. So look forward to the journey with you and achieving the 3 million mile status. I think next up, we're going to talk about my trip to Florida to see my mom who is going in for back surgery. And part of that journey, there's a twist involved in it. So I look forward to telling everyone about Florida with a twist. Thanks for giving us a listen. And fly safely.